The Light and Fast Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by the Lockdown Defense Network. It's our weekly show that is dedicated to giving our fan base our educated opinions on the best fantasy football strategy in standard leagues, PPR, and dynasty leagues. We are not guaranteeing you will win anything by our advice. But if you do, we want our cut. Enjoy the show. To all my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders, welcome to the most dominating, fastest, and game-changing fantasy football podcast around, where we give you the best advice for standard leagues, PPR, and dynasty leagues that will get you to that goal, get you to that bag. I am your host, Coach Divas, alongside the real Alice Givens. Come and see live and direct each and every Wednesday night, but we're on a special day at 12 noon, Thursday morning, or Thursday afternoon, I guess we can call it in certain uh, time zones, and uh, especially in the Eastern time zone. So uh, we are in week 16. The fantasy football playoffs are in full effect. You should be in the playoffs definitely this week and most likely in the semifinals around for most weeks and most leagues. So, yeah, we're going to get into it. We're going to give you to that, get you that advice that's going to give you to that, get you to that final championship round and get you to that trophy, get you to that bag. Alex Gibbons, how you doing out there, good brother? What's going on? Hey, first of all, I like this uh, Dion. Dion vibe you got going here. Hey man, you know, a little bit, little, little bit uh I'm prime. I'm prime defense now. A little bit, little bit, little bit of gold. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to manifest success over here. I'm trying to manifest success, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, trying to walk with confidence, you know, you know, gotta got gotta get my blockers on, gotta get my hater blockers like, on. Like like Big Daddy, you're invisible. <laughs> yeah, ah, good one. Good one. Good one. Uh, I'm doing good though, man. Yeah, like, you know, just in the thick of the uh, playoffs here, I know we kind of talked, uh, had a few brutal uh, losses and some, but you know we're we're pushing forward in the other ones. So. Yes, yes, we're on we're on the week sixteen in most leagues. Yeah. Most leagues we're on the week sixteen, still doing still doing pretty good a percentage. I survived my leagues. I had two I had two matchups and a bye, so uh, I definitely got a uh, got got through. Uh, it was it was a little shaky. I was sweating in, in Yahoo. I was sweating. Yeah. I, I had a. Uh, I had Chris McCaffrey. I was down probably about 15. Chris McCaffrey gave me about 30, 35 ish around that time frame. And I was up eight. And then I went into the last uh, game on Sunday night with uh with a eight point lead with Calvin Ridley versus uh Rashad Bateman. So I was sweating. I was like, Lamar, please don't throw Rashad Bateman. And I and I almost uh almost passed out when he, Lamar had him on that crosser late in the game. For a touchdown, I was like, "Oh no, don't throw it to him! Don't throw it to Stonehands!" Like, come on, 
Yeah, but he dropped. Well, it, it was a short pass, and he dropped it. So I was like, "Thank God." Hey, yeah. I, I hate to see a man drop a touchdown pass, but in this case, I was okay with it. Hey, it's fantasy, though. You know, that's the exactly. only time we uh, <laughs> we wish you. I know I told you about my point oh six loss. So heartbreaking, heartbreaking, man. You know, to be up and then lose by a decimal point—that's uh, that's rough. Like, listen, that just make you want to. You know, yeah, you Ken Dorsey lost his ish in, 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 in that Bills game when he was a coordinator. Yeah, yeah that's how you feel. That's how you feel. You're right. <laughs> it was a clipboard. Just all that. All that. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who to fire to escape the, the loss. But <laughs> <laughs> right, DZ, what's going on out there? Bang bang, goatee gang, what's happening? What's happening? What's good out there? Indeed, indeed. Yeah. I'm too busy locking out the haters. That's it. <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. You know, you know, everybody don't love you. Some people hate you because they ain't you. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. So yeah, <laughs> man, let's jump right into it. Let's talk about it, man. It's it's definitely uh some good advice out here. We got some uh we're gonna break down who will perform well last week real quick, and then we're gonna get into uh playoff advice and what you should be doing as far as tweaking your lineup. You know, anybody live in the chat, please throw your questions out there. We can get your ass, get your a lot of questions answered. In short order, we get that done for you. And we'll give you our hidden gems and hidden does this week. Um, we got a little bit of updated list. We'll tell you who you need to add. And if it's, somebody, it's a couple of sleepers out there that you need to grab in order to be able to put them in your lineup and, and get you to that next week. So, yeah, it's all about surviving and advancing right now. Surviving and advancing. Ain't got to be pretty. You got to get it yeah. done. You got to risk it for the biscuit. That's it. That is <laughs> it. So, yeah. Uh, Kyler versus Baker, Indy or Chicago, A-Chain and Chandler. Woo! Man, I think you gotta play Kyler for sure. I, I gotta go with Kyler, uh, although uh, they're, they're in Chicago, a little windy, a little, little 50 degree weather. So, th- does he do well in the cold? I, I got a decision to make too. I got a decision to make between Kyler and Joe Flacco. I gotta make that decision oh. as well. So, uh, I mean, I guess Baker's got Jacksonville, yeah. Yeah, so that's an interesting one. This is just one. BC, what's happening, man? What's going on, good brother? Hey, How you man. feeling? How you feeling? I would like I like Indy's defense. I like Indy's defense for a few weeks now. I've I've actually been playing them over the Cowboys. Yeah, see, I like them for a few weeks. A- I Jim- will say, uh, DZ, if you uh, if you go with Kyler, I don't think you can play Chicago's defense. It's kind of that's, that's a fact. That's, that is that is that is. That is uh, I mean, you can. Yeah, <laughs> Kyler, Indy's defense, or, or Baker in Chicago. Like you got to do it that way. Got to yeah. do it that way. I totally agree. Totally agree. H A N and Chandler. That's a tough one. Chandler had one good week. Um, yeah. you know, uh, you know, is what is it sustainable? You know, uh, HN is is they the Cowboys can be ran on, but most of it's been getting a lot of the, the line of share to carry, so that's the only thing that's really bothering me. He's been hurt though, as a you know, I'm an HN person too, and uh, mm-hmm. I know he's been questionable, I think, since he's been back, uh, like every week. Um, obviously, you know, I think he came back that way, it was a little involved, but I think there, I think last week there was a little, he was kind of questionable up until the 11th hour um mm. which you know kind of opened the door for more of most or um because i yeah in that league the one i lost 0.06 i had a chain and he had most we played oh most. that sucks that didn't that didn't help but i was right. still up because of laporta <laughs> right right because of the god <laughs> yeah that's, that's him he's him tell you. him <laughs> Trying to tell you, I, I, I almost wish looking, looking at that one, I was looking at the draft the other day. I was like, man, so Laporta went in the second round. Imagine we just not taking Quentin Johnson, got Laporta instead in the first round. I'd have been so cool with that. I'd have been man. so cool with that. Him or Kincaid, I'd have been so cool with that. But again, you know, I can't care. I was spilled milk. Can't care. I was spilled milk. But I knew, I knew who the tight ends were. I, we, I talked about this in Glowing. I knew who the tight ends were, how good they were going into the draft. And it was a generational tight end class. Like it was good. It was good yeah. down to even the seventh round in certain cases. So, you know, you if you didn't get one, you missed. You definitely missed. So, um, but yeah, yeah, this is gonna be an interesting one. Um, you know, is is it, what is the status of of, of Madison? That would be the question about uh H that's, that's what I was looking right now. Although I think I think Chandler's uh um I think Chandler's been kind of slowly eaten into it regardless. Yeah. I'm looking where Madison's at. Uh I think because he's been in concussion protocols for. Yeah, that's, I don't that's know the tricky that, one. That's the tricky one. He's questionable right now. They're playing Detroit. Yeah. He's expected to work towards returning to practice this week with an ankle, dude. 
Uh, oh, see, I, I would I would argue that if he don't practice today, then I'll definitely go to Ty Chandler because Ty Chandler's going to be the main guy. Because uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you don't practice yeah. today, yeah, I, I, I would. I don't really... know. At the same time, they might just give it to Chandler anyways. That's part yeah. So even more reason to, to, to go with Chandler in that in that space. So yeah, I yeah. I mean, I think uh, yeah, I, the Chandler thing. I think you'd have to watch. Uh, honestly, I think he has more upside though than Achan, just because Mostert's not going to be there. Mm. Even if Madison was there, right? What has Madison done this year? Nothing. Other than average, like one point yeah. three yards per carry. Right. <laughs> yeah. Pretty uh, much so. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, now I still argue why they cut Dalvin Cook for all that. I mean, you could have had a much better, more productive back, and he's doing nothing in New York. Uh, I think they knew that he was cooked. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think if he gave, if you give him the opportunities and, and let him run behind that line, I think he would have been better off. The Jets' dull line cool. is is absolute trash. So again. You know, I, I don't see why they did it, but that's you know, well, and crowd was still milking that regard either. But yeah, yeah. So it, it definitely uh, is calls calls a question. But yeah, I would definitely monitor the challenge situation. Um, I would say I would I would say you know you can pick between the Kyler and Indy and or or Baker in Chicago situation. I mean, Baker's been doing pretty well recently, but I just don't trust him. I don't oh, I, I, I don't trust Mayfield to be consistent for me, especially if they're in a because they're in like a playoff hunt, right? Like yeah, yeah, they win a division mean, right now. Yeah, so like, I don't know. I just don't trust him to not like get a little more turnover prone in this stage, trying to do too much. Right, exactly. Uh, and when, he, when he tries to do too much, that's when he he he, he messes up. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Kyler's mobility. You know, I think that um, you know, and they, and they, somebody got to win this game. I mean, they're both in the toilet right now. They are both you know basically yeah. tanking, tanking. So you know, I think they're both going to play. You know, you know, just to put good film out there. You know, and I think Kyler's trying to prove to the organization that they shouldn't move off of him because they're picking high again this year. So he wanted to, to prove to them that he can stay and be the franchise guy. They don't need to take a quarterback in the draft. So I think he'll play well, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, both matchups are fine. Mm-hmm. I just think Kyler with the mobility. Mm-mm-mm. What? <laughs> he told me, he told me that yesterday, and I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> I Why said, did you, Ooh. he's on the Pats." Yeah, you need, take your, you need to take your former Charger blinders off, man. All right, oh. he's not with the Chargers anymore. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> you didn't think I remembered that? I did. Uh, oh, you did. You <laughs> did. We did. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I think Kelsey's due. I think I think that they have to get it right right now, and I think that uh. You know, I, I'm I would I would just ride with Kelsey in my personal opinion. I I wouldn't I wouldn't roll the dice. Um, with, with the ro- and I the feel like the Raiders the aren't the best against tight ends. Um, and I mean Kelsey, I'm pretty sure last. I'm trying to think if it's the same one, but pretty sure last Raiders game he would have had way more points if he didn't fumble in the red zone mm. on a punch out. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, I'm trying to see what the Raiders rank against. Uh, Yeah, he scored 12 against them in the last going. I'm just trying to see what their rank is against uh, the tight end. Yeah, so, I mean, Denver, yeah, last time week 12 against Denver, he had six catches for 91 yards. Mm. No touchdowns, though. He hasn't scored a touchdown since week 11, so he's due. Okay. He's due, baby. They be too many simmer rolls. <laughs> That's funny. That is too funny. That's too funny. So yeah, I, I again, I, I think Kels, because he's been kind of you know kind of uh, maligned in the last few weeks. I think he's due, in my personal opinion. I, I mean, think, I think, yeah. I think Mahomes will start with him, try to get him involved, get him going, and then filter out to the other receiver. I never know that I say receiver, and because I don't think you trust anybody else besides Rasheed Rice at this point. But uh, no. you know, but yeah, I think he's going. He is dealing with the knee injury now. With Henry, Hunter Henry, right? I know he's questionable. Yeah. I told him that yesterday. He is questionable he is so, yeah. today, right? So, yeah. So but, I, I, mean, I get the I'm report, but I, I definitely understand. But I, I would, I would ride with Kelsey. In my personal opinion, you know, yeah. ride with the big dogs. You draft them high for reason. Lay off that weed, bro. Come on. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tough. Oh well. Woo. 
that boy. I hot. have Laporta too, so you're not going to hear me say anything bad about ah, that. No, no bad, no bad <laughs> yeah. vibes. No bad vibes. No bad vibes. Although, I mean, Minnesota is pretty good against tight ends, so I, I think that I don't think you're going to see a 26 point outing from Laporta. Uh, not this week. No, not this week. Ah, so yeah. we'll be productive. Not as. Yeah, not as productive. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into the show real quick. Uh, like I said, we got uh, we got a jam packed show for you. You know, gonna get uh, try to do this uh, quick and, and orderly. You know, lightning fast. Um, <coughs> uh, so we got our, we got our top shots overhyped. We'll get into that real quick, and then we'll talk about our advice corner. We give you our best advice for week two of the playoffs. <coughs> we'll talk about the best fantasy matchups and our, our, our waiver options. Who's the best uh, waiver option for this week? And uh, you know, take any more questions at the end if you uh, you know because we take questions throughout the chat. Uh, throughout the show, but we'll definitely take your questions at the end if you have any remaining ones after we get through our uh, segment. So, talking about our uh, top performers, our top shotters of the week, uh, we got uh, we got an interesting list there. Uh, some guys that normally on our duds list are, are under I'll cheap. say, or you guys know. that you didn't even know were still in the league. As a fact. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Now, I think that like, I think with Baker Mayfield was this kind of you know adds to the fire of you know trying to ride the wave with him because he. Actually had a pretty good game last week. Yeah, I, right. I, I, we just I sat here and you. said no. <laughs> I, I, I warn you again that that goes back to my point. I'm going to make that he was only he's only made this list once out of 16 weeks. He's only made our list once, and, yeah. and this is it. So he definitely had an outlier. Nice feel good story. No, for sure. I don't know. But I, don't like, I think that him going against the Chargers last week was an outlier as well. So I wouldn't drink the Kool Aid there either. So, uh, so Jared Goff is the only person on this list that I would say that that's maybe a sustainable uh, model in regards to being productive and to being a top shotter for our uh, for our list. Um, Chris McCaffrey, uh, James Cook, and Jameer Gibbs uh, showed out this week as well. Uh, they had great yeah. teams. Those 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 seem sustainable from my perspective. Um, Alex, you got anything to add from the quarterback and running back list before we move on? Uh, no, I mean honestly, yeah, you know, kind of a interesting list. Um, even some of the, you know, bigger names, I don't think scored in the top 10 in terms of QB, uh, like, you know, your Josh Allen's, uh, Lamar's. So it's kind of a weird, weird, uh, year. Weird week. And then, uh, you know, I, I was going to give old, uh, Kyron Williams some love, uh, just, you know, in terms of RBs, just cause yeah. for whatever reason, that guy uh, is like, the, him and Rashid re- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Heroes this week, this year, they've been balling consistently since they've been playing on the field. Definitely I mean, yeah, I don't. I think Kyron. I don't think it scored. I mean, I think he scored less than twenty points like one time. Was, that, that, I that, mean, that, outside, outside of the six weeks he was on the IR or whatever. But right, right. That's the only problem. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's just ridiculous because no one drafted that fool. So no. I mean, you think, know, you think about how many running backs they they, they went through before he got to him. That's the thing. Was it supposed to be the start of the week? Acres, and then he goes to, then they trade him, and, and he tears Achilles, and yeah, it was, a, it was a mess. It was a mess. They had Daryl Henderson for a few weeks. Remember, they picked up Daryl Henderson for a few weeks, and then they let him go. Yeah. So it was a mess. Old, over there. old wow. derail. Yeah, yeah, old, old derail. derail. Yeah, and then Rashad Wright. Yeah, he's. I mean, quietly balling. Quietly balling. Well, yeah, yeah he's down in he's down to down in the bay. But yeah. he's one of the only running backs that has a hundred percent of the uh, uh, like red zone. Work. Yeah, carries yeah. and red zone. I mean, you know, going it's just crazy going into the year. Everyone thought, oh, uh, who's the other guy that they got from? Uh, is it? Oh, the back Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn. But then it was like Sean Vaughn. Tucker. Yeah, and then, you know, it was like who was going to take over? Like they all acted like you know, don't touch right. Rashad White. <laughs> and then. Right. He's just yeah, you know, consistently. Yeah, I think he heard the noise. He's like, "Look, this is my this is my backfield. I got this." He said, "Fine." <laughs> yeah, I got you. All right, so wide receivers, we got uh, we got um, got uh, Jordan Addison, uh, Terry McLaurin. How did Jalen Warren make the list on this? this God, I missed I missed that one. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. That's it. That's what it is. Jalen Waddle. Yep. Yeah, misspelling there. Jalen Waddle. Yeah, Jalen Waddle was on there. Um. So uh, Addison had a good game. Uh, you know, I think he's been back to his uh, productive ways when when he's not the number one target because just Jefferson's yeah. back in the lineup. So he's getting a lot of uh, he's benefited from a lot of from that. So that that might be a, a wave you can ride um, if you have him in your lineup. Um, like I said, Jalen Waddle was a benefactor of Tyreek Hill being out the lineup, and uh, Terry McLaurin was a benefactor of Jacoby Brissett what? starting the end of the game because he caught a couple of touchdowns after Jacoby Brissett got in. So that was yeah. wild. 
Yeah, and I like to talk about that man, Sam Laporta. You know, 23.6 points this week. Uh, definitely uh, three touchdowns. I mean, come on. You know, what, what can you say about that? Baller. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. David Njoku is a definitely a sleeper option for, for Joe Flacco right now because he's been hitting him in, in heavy doses, and he's revitalized his career. So I think that if you have somehow or another have David Njoku, you held on to him, then, yeah, he's definitely an, a, a, a starting option because he's definitely been Flacco's primary guy uh, between him and Amari uh, Cooper. So, yeah, I definitely would look at uh, the way, riding away for David Njoku. And, um, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll briefly gloss over the Raiders being the top defense this week because they played the Chargers, and the Chargers – quit on their coach so they so they decided to uh you know uh have a that was fixed. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was a mutiny against the coach so they gave him 25 points of fantasy uh to the raiders and the dolphins uh played well this week as well 24 points in, the, in their space so uh yeah so when people are respectful alice anything you want to add to this before we move on um yeah just a few highlight a few uh in terms of wide receivers, I was going to put Rasheed Rice on mine just because, uh, you know, one, I am biased Chiefs fan, sure. But uh, <laughs> in terms of uh, rookie wide receivers, I mean, he's right up there in terms of production. And it's, I mean, you literally said it, it's it's Kelsey or Rice and no one else. So, right. mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, tough, tough to, for people that invested in Tony or Sky Moore, but, you know, in a big picture perspective. Uh, he's kind of consistently been there as a fantasy asset um, mm-hmm. and, you know, growing on that. Uh, for tight ends, I, Isaiah Likely, I wanted to – I put on mine mainly just because, you know, I guess in Baltimore, as long as you're an athletic tight end, you're going to get some stats. You know, get that, that offense mm-hmm. seems to just go through that. But, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, he's – regardless of Mark Andrews or, or who's out there, uh, you know, tight end is it's pivotal for the Ravens lineup and maybe even more now with uh you know keep mitchell going down yeah um you know and having to they kind of used him in the passing attack and everything like that and then uh for defense i shouted out the bears with 17 points against the browns even though they lost and flacco still uh you know went air flacco on them air I guess, flacco. At the end. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but i mean again 17 points uh and you know pretty favorable matchups uh, for the Bears to end the season out, um, you know I'm I like I said to DZ, you know I I have Kyler in a couple leagues, so I was like I can't play the Bears because I, I have to play Kyler. So right, you know, but yeah, I mean it is a good matchup. Yeah, yeah, so. stuff. Indeed. All right, so let's move on to the underachievers real quick. Let's get into that. Uh, we got. Uh, <laughs> We got uh, I, I, it's, it's, I'm just tired of seeing B. John Robinson on his list. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> like it's just, it's just rough. It's a rough watch, man. Um, he ended with that, negative points in in my league because of a uh, the fumble. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I think the only people that you really have to really focus on there from a fantasy perspective, and since we're in the playoffs, that are really a, as a telling moment. Clearly, nobody's betting on Sam Howell or Desmond Ritter at this point to win them anything. If you got if you got them, you still surviving. You must got to stack the roster outside of that. Um, but Dak Prescott been on his list with him being able to, uh, you know, uh, you know, not play well against the Cowboys. Ironically, you know, was the only thing that's glaring in that. Uh, Bijan Robinson. People say I saw a guy on Instagram say he just can't quit Bijan. <laughs> you know, even though he, he seems to be very inconsistent. Um, I you know, know. They don't utilize him well. Um, Derrick Henry not been much all year, so if you still investing in Derrick Henry at this point, I don't know. I don't know, but you know, I think he's a kind of a a, a name that you can kind of look at. Um, we already talked about Kadarius Tony. Um, Zay Flowers is a little bit of a head scratcher, but um, you know, I wouldn't. Uh, you know, again, he hadn't been a you know a large contributor. He wasn't. He's in the wide receiver one per se in that in that conversation. The only one, yeah. the only one that kind of you know gave me pause is Don's Kincaid. Him being uh, having zero points. Although they ran the ball really well, you know, just the Cowboys, so they didn't really need to pass a lot. Um, he been having, you know, some subpar outings the last two weeks has been glaring. Um, and of course the Cardinals and the Chargers defense, you know, giving up negative points. But you know, outside of that, you know, um, you know, I would just worry about Dak Prescott bouncing back. And um, if you got to use Bijan, hopefully they figure it out there and Dawson the Kincaid can get some targets. That's about it for me. But um, what's happening, George? So hey guys, I need a kicker. Lutz McPherson. Uh, the Rams kicker, I can't pronounce his last name, and Tampa's kicker. Torvisic or whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever that is. Um, I actually like the Rams kicker, and I like the Rams kicker the next two weeks because I think I like their matchups. I like the Rams kicker for sure. Um, <laughs> out, out, out of those, out of that group, 
Um, McPherson's yeah, as well. Yeah, he's a solid option, but I think I like the Rams kicker out of that group. They the best, the best. Um, next to that, yeah, probably I mean, against the- New Orleans. Did Detroit? Did Detroit just cut their kicker? Did they cut Riley Patterson and, and they uh, got Michael Badgley back? I think I saw that. Did they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they yeah, cut. You're Riley. right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they cut. They they got a new kicker. So I I, I don't Badgley. know about that one. I I don't know about that one. I will go with the short shot with the Rams kicker, George. I would definitely do that. Yeah, I would go with the Rams kicker in that in that space because I, I I wouldn't I don't trust uh, a new kicker in Detroit. Tampa's kickers being consistent. McPherson they, they don't they don't score or Lutz they don't score them as many points as they did when they had uh, uh I guess you can say when they had uh, Joe Burrow and uh, we got it's a wait and see for Denver. You know they they're week to week. You know, but uh, but yeah, I would definitely for from a consistency perspective, I'll go with the Rams kicker in my opinion. Yeah, Penny Badger. Yeah, that's that's him. Michael Badgley. That's him. He used to be the Money Badger. Now he's the Penny Badger. Speaking of uh, speaking of Badgley, did you see that? I know you saw the video the Chargers put out to get Dicker into get Pro Bowl. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's yeah. like a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, listen, if, not, if nothing else, the social media team for the Chargers is, is a one. It definitely a one. It's up there. It's up yeah, there. Definitely sure. up there. Uh, but you know, from an undershare perspective, anything you want to add to this list before we move on to a, to a, uh, the playoff advice? Uh, yeah, you know, I, just a few other ones to highlight because of their dog water performances. Um, mm. Saquon Barkley, you know, oh, yeah, that, yeah. that one was he's he's a t- I kind of put him in the Bijan realm of like you can't really not play him, Ain't but quit. more likely than not, he's gonna just just. Get you right there. Just shiv you in the park, you know, in the rec room, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's it, it but I feel you because it's tough. It's tough to say no to to Deshaun. Um, yeah. And then receivers. I mean, I, I kind of similar guys. Um, you know, I put I put Drake London back on mine uh, mainly because he, for whatever reason, scored that like eighteen burger. You know. Mm-hmm. Two, two, uh, two, one week or two weeks ago, and then just it sizzled back down to non-existence. Um, so yeah, you know, it's <clears throat> those two I thought were important ones to know to uh, just kind of like puts the staple of yeah, don't expect to be getting any sort of fantasy playoff magic out of these fools. Um, right. And honestly, if you made it, if you made it to the playoffs, that you were one. One of those two guys, like you said, are your your main threats. I don't know how the how the hell you made it, but <laughs> right. kudos to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tight ends. I mean, I I didn't really notice anyone else that had like a. Um, I mean, Kelsey got two point eight points, <clears throat> but yeah, that New England's defense it was the only good part of <laughs> of New England, and and they at least made it a focal point to shut him down and then I think Evan Ingram was about the same with two uh I think what he's get two point eight. Yeah, they both scored two point eight points. So, you know mm-hmm. a little tough outings for the okay. tight ends. But I mean looking at Kincaid and some of those other top ten scores is I think just kind of a tough week all around for tight ends. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it name one Laporto or the Joker, it was a rough week. Literally. Uh yeah. Because even uh, I was trying to see where Kittle, what did Kittle get? I don't think he had pretty much anything either. Not, not much. Yeah, Kittle had five. So yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. and that's in standard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. All right. So let's talk. Let's move on. Let's talk about the playoffs, man. We're in the semifinal round for most leagues. And most people, you know, do the, uh, the, the, was it with week 15, 16, 17? You know, when it comes down to the playoffs now with the new week, with the extra week in the, in the, in the season now. So, um, so we're gonna give you our best playoff advice and, and, and uh, talk about uh, matchups for, uh, for starters, you know, because then we are in the playoffs, going to Jamore playoffs in the playoffs. So, um, you know, if you made it through week one, you know, of the playoffs, you know, you definitely uh, need uh, to have uh, an even better outing this week because again, it's going to matchups get more tougher and tougher as you get through, you know, especially if you know if you're a you know lower seed and you know you're a Cinderella story playing that one seed this week, you know, you gotta uh, you gotta put your best foot forward. So, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, you know what we feel like our best advice is, and while we look at the uh, the friendliest matchups for the week, um, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at uh, uh, well, I would say he Houston's uh, matchup would have been interesting, but it's no CJ Stroud. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> kind of have to write that one off. 
Yeah, Casey's got the Raiders this week, so you like to believe that's going to be a get-right game. Um, I do like the Rams against New Orleans. That's a good matchup. Philly should bounce back against the Giants. Um, this is an intriguing matchup because a lot of people are invested in a lot of uh, 49ers and Ravens, and they play the they play each other this week. So keep your eye on yeah. that. Definitely keep your eye okay. on that. But um, but outside of that, Alex, what do you feel like, you know, at least for week 16, we'll just do a week by week. Who got the juiciest matchup this week? You know, if you got players on your team that are that are in this organization and they can uh they can look like they can flourish this week um from your perspective. Yeah, you know, I like I like the I like Detroit again against Minnesota, yep. uh, especially because it's even though it's away, but it is dome. Uh, mm-hmm. And Mullins, you know, Mullins is playing on the the Minnesota side, and I just feel like anytime there's those career backup situations, it's you know, like we saw with Dobbs, right? There's always a coming back down to earth moment. Not that oh, Mullins went out there and like totally lit it up, but I just think that. Um, you know, in an NFC North matchup, uh, we see Mullins implode a little bit more. And then you allow, I mean, I'm not saying, I don't think Laporte is going out and putting out 38 points again, but I think that you can expect, uh, you know, non-fantasy duds from mm. from those guys. Um, I'd say that's one of the bigger ones, um, it, at least in my opinion. Um, you know, i noting uh, that, as a, as a noted uh, supporter of the Miami defense for the past few weeks, I think it's time to uh, dump those guys for this one against Dallas, even though Dallas, uh, for whatever reason, kind of got a little softened by Buffalo. I just, uh, <clears throat> you know, I feel it's like bounce back game potential and all that stuff. I just don't, I don't trust uh, Miami's defense this week, even though they've been like a, MVP level score, you know. Right. Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting because Dallas doesn't seem to play well on the roads. So I wonder how that's going to play out. I really, I'm really intrigued by the of course the 49ers and Ravens matchup, but I'm also intrigued by the Dolphins versus Dallas matchup because again, Miami can't beat good teams, and and Dallas can't beat anybody on the road. So that ought to be yeah. interesting in its own right, just from a narrative perspective. Um, yeah, and then I also like Buffalo. Sorry, coach. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say if you didn't. It's okay. Yeah. I was, if you didn't, I listen. If you got listen because I got James Cook and Dalton Kincaid. Um, so I need. I, yeah. I'm okay with both of them going off. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. At this point, we're in the toilet. At this point, it's tactfully tanking mode. All all engaged. So we definitely doesn't matter uh, what yeah, happens. You know. So let James Cook and, and Dalton Kincaid have career days. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Give me that bag. Hope I mean, that Marvin Harrison falls down to you guys. Listen, we if we high enough. I think that you know we know because I think the people that don't take quarterbacks to trade down, we might be in the running. I'm 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 hopeful. <laughs> I'm hopeful. I'm yeah. hopeful. But yeah, um, what up, Niner yeah, gang? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Niner gang? Present. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. I hope yes. it's a bunch of touchdowns from Iuke. <laughs> I'm hoping for a career. Well, it's weird too because I, I'll tell you a quick story. I and I got I'm in three leagues, right? I have Chris McCaffrey in my Yahoo league. And both my ESP leagues, I'm going against Christian McCaffrey. Ooh. So it's like, I need you to play well, hey. but just enough to give me a W, but don't go off crazy. Like, you know, don't, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, second half. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. In those situations, dude, yeah. you just kind of have to be like, eh, you know, <laughs> I'm going to win one of them if yeah, <laughs> something right. happens. Right. So, I should know, do at least one of these. what it is. Right. Yeah. Right, That's right, kind right. Kind of the nature of the beast when you're in so many different markets, you know. That's a fact. That, <laughs> is a fact. that is a fact. Yeah. So I do like I do like a little bit. I do like the Chicago matchup against Arizona's defense. I think Justin Fields and DJ Moore and Cole Komet could have a good day. I do like that. And and uh, Denver too. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I I like Denver defense to close the the playoffs out with New England this week and then uh, the Chargers uh, the next week. You know, I, I mean that's that, that's. I think them and the Bears are the two <clears throat> like pretty decent schedule to close out the year and are both wildly available. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not to get on a defensive rant, right. but right. our coach defense. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like in week 16, man, there's there's like no one else to really add and drop on your waiver wire other than, you know, looking for that defensive matchup ahead mm-hmm. or, or who has a better, more favorable, you know, scheme there same with kickers kind of look at the same because i mean outside of what maybe 
Justice Hill because of Keaton Mitchell going down. I don't think there's really a whole lot of people out on the wire unless you're mm-hmm. in an eight-man league, right. which if you are, let me in. Exactly. There's a lot of gold over there if you're eight-man leagues. A lot of gold over there. That's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. My wife's in an eight-man league, and she'll be like, oh, should who's should I pick this person up? I'm like, why are they there? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She has, like, Javante, Mike Evans, and, uh, oh, or something. I'm like, how did you get all three of these? What is happening? Like the waiver wire for playoffs. Like, really? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. That's insane. Damn. That is insane. Yeah. Actually, one more before we move on. I like, I like, I like the Rams matchup this week against New Orleans. I New Orleans, yeah. At home, at home against New Orleans. I like that matchup. I think, I think they're hey. all Um, you got Kyron Williams, Pugin the Cooler, the Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford. I think, I think the, all those all are viable. Are those all are viable? So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just a quick, just a, just a quick overview. Who got the best matchup? So, uh, you know, if you have, if you want us to replay, pause it, look at, look at the chart this extensively, and see who you got this week, and see what they match up against, and uh, see if it's, it, it'll, it'll ease your mind as far as starting them. I know everybody's up in arms. Everybody's, you know, just got that angst and that and that nervousness about who they should play. So, you know, we're here to ease your mind. We're here to ease your mind, and this, this is your matchup this week, and this will tell you exactly who you should play, and who you shouldn't. Hey. Ultimate goal, ultimate uh, playoff vibe. Too. You just got to trust your gut, man. That's it, man. Got to tinker. Got to ride. Ready to tinker. Yep. Yep. No stinkering and tinkering. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I don't think Olave is playing. He is playing. Oh, he is. is? Yeah, yeah. They they oh. say he's trending towards playing. I, 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 I listened to uh, Ian Rappaport this morning. He said that there he's practicing and that he's trending towards playing. Him and Tyreek Hill both trending towards playing. Yeah, Tyreek needs to play after his like seven kids. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You need all. The, all <laughs> you gotta all you the gotta bonuses. get back. Gotta get that bag again. You know, all that incentive money, anything you can get that you can that can go <laughs> to those kids. You need that. Need that. He trying to. He trying to. He trying to uh, rival Cromartie and Rivers numbers. He's going. He's going for that Nick Cannon approach, dude. Yeah, that's that's. If I have ten. I don't gotta pay anything. <laughs> yeah, right. I ain't gotta pay no taxes if I got ten kids. <laughs> that's how I contribute to society. I gave you ten. Ten other right. taxable people here. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, so let's get inside hidden gems. I, I, I previewed this in a, in a short this week on the channel. So if you didn't catch that, here is the full list. Um, so if you're looking for somebody that needs to kind of fill a void, you got an injury like me. I, I lost CJ Stroud for another week. He's still in concussion protocol, likely not to play. So I got to go with a backup. Yeah. Um, so it's between for me, it's between Kyler Murray and Joe Flacco. I, um, Gardner Minshew is in viable option here. He's been balling this week. Um, so I definitely believe that uh, those three guys will be uh, highly beneficial to your lineup if you're in, tro- in your quarterback purgatory, you know, like most of us, because a lot of injuries in quarterback. I mean, I feel like half the league is down on quarterbacks this year. It's, it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So, um, you know, bless you well, I mean, if, you, have, uh, if you, have, you still have your starter, because I lost two of mine. I lost Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow this year. So uh, I, I definitely, uh, you know, uh, wish you well if you still have your starting quarterback that you drafted. That's for right. sure. That's for sure. Um, I like Chase Brown. Uh, of course, we're talking about Rashad White and Kyrie Williams. They're, they're slam dunks if you have them. Um, or somehow another, you're in a shorter league like Alex's wife, and and you get you get you get Rashad White on the waiver wire. He's not yeah. doing he's he ain't been doing nothing but sitting there waiting for somebody to, to, to draft him or pick him up. Uh so yeah, draft, so draft him. Chase Brown has been getting a lot of uh, a lot of more productions. I like him from a from more of a PPR perspective because he can catch a lot of backfield yeah. and things of that nature. So he'd get a lot of touches. I'm not saying we're gonna score eight touchdowns, but He's getting a lot of touches from a PPR perspective. So if you need a running back, yeah, they've been using him in the passing game a lot, a so. lot more, and, and especially with Browning, I feel like uh, you know that Chase Chase Brown was one of my bigger ones um, of mm-hmm. what you know who's still out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, no, I I mean he's a he's an up and coming kind of cat in that offense. Although I think he is questionable right now. Um, I'm trying to look that up. Yeah, I didn't see anything that said he wasn't going to play. I think he had a little. Everybody, you know, probably everybody's banged up a little bit this, by this. Yeah, point. we're good now. I yeah. think. Yeah, I think yeah. on the waiver period he was questionable, but right. you know. yeah, but I think he's going to play. I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, I like. I like. I like his. Uh, I like his upside. I like his upside in this particular situation. If you if you're in desperate need of a running back, um, but yeah, uh, for wide receivers, Noah Brown, uh, from the Texans, um, mm-hmm. I like the more. Be- I like the better when CJ Shaw was playing, but I still like him. He's the wide receiver two in this lineup, and he's been getting a lot of targets. Um, PPR and standard league, he's been, he's been a pretty viable option. Uh, of course, Rasheed Rice is the, is the de, de facto guy in, in KC. I like him. 
Um, he's been doing pretty well for me. I, I got him in one of my leagues. So um, he's, he's he must start for me now, my flex. So he's my flex guy. Um, I like Jaden Reed, especially this week, because I like that matchup. You know, we just talked about the Packers matchup, and I like the, the fact that uh, he's draw, he's drawing up a lot of chemistry with Jordan Love. So I like Jaden Reed as a, as a heat and gem as well, if you need a uh, wide receiver as well. Um, I think we talked about two of these tight ends, but Trey McBride is the third. Uh, David Njoko, Trey McBride, and Isaiah Likely are yeah. uh, definitely must-starts and pickups at this point. Um, if you have those guys who can't pick them up, Go get them because they definitely will be uh, viable options this week, and they definitely have a long litany of of uh, three or four or five stretch of of games where they've been playing well. So, I would probably I would, I would arguably well I guess I'll wait till I'll, I got like I have like one for each position. So okay, okay, all right. <laughs> so then for the for the defense, the Colts defense, I still believe in, in the Dolphins defense holistically. Now they they might struggle this week, may not. It depends. Um, but uh, but I did I like them and I like the Bears defense. Um, again, that's if you don't have Calamari. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if you got Calamari, you want you might want to go to Colts defense, like I'm going to do. I'm going to start and, like a, and then go to Colts defense. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. That's exactly. What I'm doing. That's <laughs> what I'm doing. What, what you got, Alex? Um, yeah, I, well, answering uh, DZ first, I do think Jaden Reed's questionable right now, but if he's playing, you absolutely. I mean, he's like he is their offense. <laughs> so I, yeah. I saw a thing. I saw a crazy stat on him that he's one of only like two other players that has posted like uh multiple 50 plus yard games like a bunch of rushing touchdowns and the other two are like it was christian mccaffrey and tyree kill so he's in he's mm-hmm. a pretty good company that's pretty good company of, yeah and i i mean he kind of striked he's similar to he strikes me a similar type of athlete to tyree when he came out of mm-hmm. like they they don't really know how to use him you know, like he can catch a deep ball and he's good in like contested red zone catches, but like his route tree is not crisp yet. So, I mean, he's, I definitely wanted to watch moving forward, you know, as they develop him more. Um, but yeah, so QBs, uh, I don't really know if there's any other ones out there. You know, Joe Flacco, I mean, it's tough to really trust any of the other options that would be out there because uh, you're looking at like, Derek Carr, DeVito, <laughs> like and those are just not not too viable in my opinion. Um, another one, I another RB I would note is uh, if Jarek McKinnon's out there. That's definitely a guy um, that I would look into if you're if you're scarce there, just because Pacheco's been out. Um, he might be coming back this week, but he had like a, a shoulder something done on his shoulder, so who knows. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, McKinnon, I, I, I think we've seen the last two weeks, especially me as the Chiefs fan watching them more, um, that they've kind of started developing more of, Hey, let's use the running backs in the passing attack. Since I can't, I can't throw to Tony. I can't mm-hmm. throw to MVS. Sky Moore's gone. Uh, right. and then, and we saw that last week with both McKinnon and, uh, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you know, getting pretty involved in the passing game. But of those two, I trust McKinnon more moving forward. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, look at the resume last year when he had nine touchdowns. Um, and, you know, in the last four games, he scored three from scrimmage. So he's definitely trending in the right direction in terms of RBs. Um, and then uh, wide receivers, I was just going to note um, if just with the Injury with Jane Reed, I was going to note if Wicks is out there, he might be uh, another option. Uh, I like Green Bay's matchup this week. Um, and, you know, if, if Reed's not there and, and Watson's still non-existent, I mean, Wicks has pretty much been the next man up. Right. Uh, so, you know, that might be a little bit of a crap shoot, but. Hey, if you're if you're hurting, he might he might be the savior. Um, he was last and, week because he definitely scored last week. You know, although you know it was a, a uh, the rest of the guys were out there. I think that he definitely is a, is a viable option. He's a sneaky option too, because uh, I, th- yeah. I thought about it. I was because Tyreek was out for me last week, so I had to make a decision between him and and uh, Demarcus Robinson. I actually went with Demarcus Robinson, but I was like, out for you. It did work <laughs> out, but, but I could have picked either one. And it would have worked out. That's the issue. That's the thing I wanted to point out. So I could I could have picked either and been good. You know, yeah. at least for one week. So yeah, I definitely like both of those options if you can't get them. So yeah, I, I definitely wholly agree. Yeah, definitely. and then another one, um, is another wide receiver. I'd note um, again, like if you got if you got some bench guys that haven't done crap, and you're looking at shaking things up, uh, or you know whatever, just having a a more reliable 
second, third tier option. I think Cedric Tillman in uh, Cleveland is kind of a sneaky one too. Um, he's, you know, I think he hasn't done a whole lot yet, but uh, in terms of, um, you know, taking the targets that keep growing every week and, and turning that into a fantasy gold type outcome. But uh, as evidence, you know, with Elijah Moore being on our dud, our, our uh, underachiever list, mm. um, you know, it's, I think at this point with Flacco, it's pretty much <clears throat> Amari Cooper and Joku or Tillman. So, um, you know, it, it's never a bad thing to have the one of the three headed options in the passing attack in an offense. So, oh, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, he's one to look at. Um, another tight end I put on there is Tucker Craft. I'm not to go down on the Green Bay. That's a good one. Uh, That's yeah, a good one. Not to go on the straight Green Bay run here, but. Uh, I mean, kudos to Green Bay, though, for drafting two rookie tight ends, one getting oh, hurt was, and the other one not. basically stepping in and I, I doing know. the same thing. Both of them were on my list. Tucker Craft and Muxgrave were both on my list, yeah. and he drafted both of them jokers. I'm like, you yeah. got two tight ends, you mother. Yeah, so I, that, that definitely like, took what me. Right. I feel like that <laughs> we might have might have pulled a trigger on one had they uh, had they not taken them, but they took both of them, and they both were good. I guess. Yeah. Kudos to y'all. And, I mean, yeah, yeah. Kraft is. I mean, he is. He is involved in that offense. Yes. I mean, he yes. scored a touchdown last week, but he's mm. got like a twenty percent snap. I mean, similar to Baltimore, right? Like the Green Bay offense utilizes right. tight ends. Yeah, so, tight ends. I agree. I definitely. Agree. And then, and then, two more defenses. I would note. I kind of already prefaced the the Broncos um, being available, widely available in all my leagues. So mm. uh, I'd imagine they're out there, and they have. I mean pretty good uh, schedule to close the week out in terms of offenses that they're facing. Um, I know they just kind of got cooked by Detroit, but um, you know, that was at home. That was home golf. And right. uh, you know, that they, they're going from Detroit to new England and two backup QB. So, you know, you would think that they pick things up a little bit. And then another sneaky one I would note um, is Jacksonville. And that's mainly because or not Jacksonville. Um, I don't trust Jacksonville's defense at all. <laughs> like no, no, no. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean to say Jacksonville. I meant to say Seattle. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, uh, and I and I know I have. Yeah, I was looking at the list, and they're like right there. <laughs> but um, uh, mainly because I'm pretty sure Tannehill is playing this week. Uh, that guy's a turnover machine. Mm. Um, and and it's, I mean, even if Levis is playing, <laughs> I think Seattle is uh, going to kind of come off the that high from beating Philly. Oh, yeah. And I mean. And and they they put up a pretty respectable outing against Philly, and that was without I mean that was with benching some guys to prove a point. So <laughs> like, um, so you know I I think that's a sneaky one too. And I mean, in looking at week seventeen, they play Pittsburgh, and who knows who's going to be QB there. So they might be another sneaky option that you can ride out the the playoffs with. So true, but I like it. I like it. All right, so quickly, let's get into our hidden does. Well, guys, you should probably stay away from this week. Um, uh, definitely Aiden O'Connell, Bailey Zappi, yeah. Bryce Young. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't bet anything on those particular guys at all. Um, yeah, I mean, Aiden O'Connell had a good game, but again, it was, it was a, it was an outlying situation with the with the Chargers game. Uh, you know, it was a point a point to prove in that game. So I wouldn't bank on that at all. Uh, Bryce Young, I wouldn't bank on him at all. The Panthers have been, you know, much maligned the whole season. Trash. So if you got to bet on Bryce Young, then I pray for you. Uh, Bailey Zappi as well. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, bank on him being consistent. You know, in the times you really need him, he'll let you down, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Of course, Damian Pierce hasn't done much all season. And Devin Singletary seemed to be the guy there. Uh, Brees Hall and, and Austin Eckler. They're both highly talented guys and haven't done anything much all season. So, again, if you have to rely on them at this point, I, I would look for better options and, and, you know, going to the list we gave earlier because, yeah, they just, they're just not there for you. They're just not there for you. They, you can't rely on them to win you a, a ball game when it's critical. When it's critical, um, is and same thing with Kadarius Tony, Drake London, and Jalen Hyatt. Um, you know they Jalen Hyatt is a, is a big play upside, but he just can't. He seem to be able to mesh with uh, the Devito, um, Drake London, and then their quarterback situation is such is such an uh, ugly situation. You don't know who's going to start week to week, so you can't count on any Falcons from a receiver perspective. Only thing you can bet on in the Falcons is the running the running backs, and just who is going to be week to week. It's going to be Patterson. It's going to be Robinson. It's going to be Algier. We don't know. So it's weird. We're dynamic in Atlanta at all, at, in all costs. And Kadarius Tony just—he had confidence issues, man. He just, you know, we can—we all can attest to that. Just drops in the, in the in the in the offsides and all the kind of things he's been uh, in the news for, rough. 
really yeah. is rough. So yeah, I would I would look for better options there. Um, Kyle Pitts can't count on him. Like we said about the Falcons, can't count on him in any, in any stretch. Evan Ingram is very shaky. Um, it seems as if CJ Beathard is throwing to Evan Ingram, he's fine. But when, when Trevor Lawrence is <laughs> not, not the same thing. I don't get that either. Um, Gerald Everett, yeah. same same Bane going from a backup quarterback's perspective as well. The office isn't moving the ball at all, so I wouldn't bet on Gerald Everett either. Um, and if you have to bet on the commander's defense at this point, again, I pray for you. Spells it says same thing with Jacksonville's defense. Uh, I, if you have to bet on either one of those guys and you can't get the other guys that we mentioned, uh, okay. it, it, yeah, we're just you know, sorry, we're, we're, we're <laughs> sorry, we apologize. <laughs> we'll pray for you, but. Yeah. <laughs> and, and outside of last week, Detroit Lions defense has been has been really shaky. Um, they've very, been very inconsistent, so I wouldn't bank on them unless they got a really juicy matchup. Which I mean, you know, who they play this week isn't uh, isn't you know you know completely you know a, 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 a walk away. So I would I would honestly believe that they won't be the most viable defensive option this week as well. So what you got, Alex, from your perspective? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I I fully agree with this list. Uh, obviously, I think all these guys are ones definitely uh don't sniff or fade <laughs> i mean you can't really drop eckler or Brees hall but um surely can find a better option out there i will mm. say the only positive thing with Brees hall uh at least in this week is we have the uh 32nd ranked offense in the jets going against the 32nd ranked right. defense yes. in the right. uh commanders so right. You right. could have a little Christmas magic there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a big, it's, it's a rough ask when the playoffs. Like you gotta, you gotta put your best foot forward. So, do you really want to run that risk? That's the question. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Damian Pierce, I totally agree that he, you know, that one flash in the pan, ten point outing when he got a touchdown. Uh, I mean, obviously, he's not going to get you any points unless he scores a touchdown and. Uh, with CJ Stroud out and and Singletary being there, I just you can't trust that <laughs> at all. Um, another one I put on here, even though and I kind of prefaced it uh, talking about our underachievers, but I put Saquon on here at least for this week. Um, mm-hmm. You know they're playing Philly. Um, he had two point whatever two point seven points last week, um, and I don't see him <laughs> getting anything better going against against Philly's front seven. So that's definitely one if the, if you have another option. Um you know, he's kind of in the Bijan realm of like it's tough to not play Saquon Barkley, but uh if you got a better option and a better matchup, it might uh it might benefit you to do that. <laughs> you know. Um and then yeah wide receivers I yeah obviously agree with all those guys. Um you know thinking of one that I don't know again uh, that I would trust this week um, is well any of the Washington receivers, but especially uh, Scary T since he's coming off that big game. But you know we're they're back against Philly or not Philly uh, they against the Jets. Uh, probably gonna have sauce on them. Who knows it is that QB? Um, yeah, I just I don't trust that you're gonna get back to back weeks of vintage Scary T production. <laughs> in that in that well, regard, unless Jacoby Brissett starts, I think there's only only option you got as far as getting your guy the ball is Jacoby Brissett throwing it. <laughs> That's yeah, really but even then, man, yeah, it's rough. That's tough. That's it's tough. rough ask. It's rough ask. Especially the Jets defense. Especially the Jets yeah. defense for sure. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's talk about the, the the matchups of the week. Let's talk about the games of the week real quick. I think we kind of prefaced it by saying who had the best matchups, but we'll kind of go over the one more time if anything we missed. Um, like I said, I'm intrigued by because I think a lot of people have a lot of investments in that in that uh, San Fran uh, uh, Ravens game because a lot of talent out there and they're playing each other. Pool two juggernaut defenses, good offenses, so it's gonna be a good one. Um, also got my eye on, like I said, the Buffalo and Charters game from the Buffalo perspective. I think Buffalo should have a good outing offensively. I do yeah. like that. Um, yeah, so I definitely like that. And again, the the New Orleans game, you know, I think that the Packers uh, should. To do to farewell. I'm sorry, the Packers against Carolina. That's one, and then the other New Orleans game. Uh, that should that should be a good one as well. So um, against the Rams, Rams against New Orleans. So um, yeah. I think that Thursday night tonight's game actually. I think that'll yeah. be a good one as well. So um, anything else you want to uh, add to that from a one sided perspective or no? Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I like Detroit against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I even though Minnesota's defense has been pretty solid these last few weeks, I just I. You know, I think Detroit can kind of keep building uh, off of what they did last week and 
could put up a similar. It's indoors still. It's still indoor yeah, golf. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, if it wasn't indoors, I'd be like, nah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. um, I like I like Seattle at Tennessee, um, especially if Tannehill's playing. Uh, but regardless, I, I mean, Seattle just coming off of the high of beating Philly. Uh, I mean, even if it's Geno Smith out there or Drew Locke, uh, I mean, Tennessee is notoriously bad against the pass. Uh-huh. Um, they're a little solid against the run, but uh, Kenneth Walker has been rising since he came back from his injury. Um, and again, if Tannehill's out there, I think you see a few turnovers from Tennessee's side mm-hmm. um, and a lot more production uh, from Seattle. So I like that one. Um, another one-sided one, um, you know, I, I'd i say KC at home against Vegas. Um, I, I, think I would that, as well, yeah. I mean, Get meaning, right Get right game. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. I mean, yeah. I've been saying the last three weeks need to be a get right game and they win, but it just kind of tastes sour, you know? Yeah, indeed. indeed. <laughs> so that, and then I, I think Philly bounces back in a pretty big way against the Giants as well. I like um, it. You know, just, I mean, they've obviously coming off the embarrassment of losing to Drew Locke and then, <laughs> you know, going to need to bounce back. So, absolutely. That's absolutely. what the good teams do. So, yeah, if they yeah. are elite as they hold themselves out to be, they will bounce back. Right, it's very telling if they do or if they don't. I think it's a very it's a very telling week for them for sure. I definitely agree with that. Definitely oh man, I don't like I don't like Sirianni anymore. He's I used to kind of like him, but now he's just kind of a pompous ass. And like, <laughs> how quickly it changes, right? How quickly it changes. That's funny. Dude. That's funny. Well, but, yeah, did you see the interview where they asked him, like, why did you go deep on that play? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. He was like, well, we were trying to get a PI call. And I was like, man, what does really? it come to if that's the overall scheme of the that's, offense? It's like, that's been, that's been the makeup of a lot of offenses, too. I, I talked about that at, at, a, at a co-worker of mine, that how people are really just begging and pleading for downfield throws when for PI calls more so than catching the ball. Because it's a spot yeah. It's a spot foul. Just as good as a catch. It's just oh, good. yeah. You know, I think it's. I think we talked about this before in the Wild West podcast. I think that that particular penalty should be a fifteen yarder. Should be know. like college, man. Yeah, that, that, negates, that negates the, um, you know, like that approach. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, every team does it. I KC's done it before, yeah, right? Like, I mean, like, hey, I'm gonna bomb one up and to my guy that I know is faster than every defensive player, and just hope that they pull on him. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So that that that's the ugly part of it. So yeah, I didn't think you should change the rule, but again, but you know, until they put us on the rules committee, we know we don't have much say. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just there. We get to just bitch about it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So let's uh let's talk about our biggest flex of waiver wire options. Uh, you know, for this week, you know, if you got an injury or you know you don't like your guys' matchup this week and you want to move uh move around like like for me yeah keith mitchell on your bench as, as a sneaky starter you know you need to pivot um i like justice hill as a as a waiver wire transactional pickup um i think that you know he's a he's a viable option to get um you know a lot of ppr catches and, and a lot of carries i think gus Edwards might vulture the, the goal line stuff but um but from a yardage and the touches perspective i think justin hill is a good pickup um from 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 my to start my list uh what do you have from, from a waiver wire perspective you think there's a, a must add this week yeah, I mean, uh, I know we kind of prefaced it talking about our hidden hidden gems, yep. um, but you know, Chase Brown, yep. um, you know, um, Tajay Spears, if he's out there, I don't know if he would be, but he's been, you know, getting double double digit touches the last three four weeks, and mm-hmm. as evidenced by Derrick Henry, I mean, no one's really doing anything in that offense, but he's got at least from a PPR standpoint, way more pass prowess. Oh yeah, <laughs> out of there. Um, another one I note uh, is, is Roshan Johnson uh, with Chicago. Um, I know that they kind of did a three-headed attack, uh, but you know he led the backfield in, in rushing and receiving last week. Um, and you know you think with them for sure cemented out of the playoff picture, they might you know see what they got some more in some of these rookies as they you know start evaluating their two top five picks so right. um you know will that happen i don't know but it, it's worth a, a pickup if you again if you got someone to drop or you know get rid of um in that regard um and then yeah i and then um i look at you know maybe um with with zay jones out um kirk out for the season you know you can look at uh 
Parker Washington or Jamal Agnew in that um, mm-hmm. Jacksonville offense. Yeah, um, Jamal Agnew yeah, got I mean, credibility because he's a kick returner and a wide receiver. So yeah, and he plays a lot in the offense. So yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean he's yeah there. I would take Jamal Agnew over the two, but again, I mean we saw when Kirk went down, Parker Washington. Whoever the hell he is, I don't know who's yeah, that guy. <laughs> came onto the scene, right. and I mean he didn't do much last week, but again he still got I think six targets. So you know that if he's if <clears throat> especially if Zay Jones is out with his hamstring injury, uh, you know I mean one of those guys has got to pick up the pace because it's, it's not Ridley. So <laughs> no. um, unfortunately, yeah. no, no, it's not really, and I'm, I'm sick about that. Yeah, I'm sick about that. People keep getting injured. He still don't get targets, which is wild. Uh, but all, yeah. he didn't have that touchdown that they called incomplete, which should have been a touchdown. They they, they did get I, I know. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. So he did get a target in the, in the red zone, at least from that perspective. That could have helped out. Um, luckily, yeah, like I said, I won the league anyway. It's but again, fitting bow, right? it's just like a little fitting bow on top of his fantasy season, though. Exactly. Like, exactly. Oh, it was a surefire oh, touchdown. They're like, nah. Nah, you're good. <laughs> nah, you're yeah, good. It, was a, it was a wild week uh, last week. Some calls were out there. Oh, absolutely. It's been a wild season when it comes to refereeing, yeah. period. I mean, let's be real about it. It's been a wild season. So let me ask you this question. How do you feel about Zemir White this week? Uh, he is going to get your team. So I'm going to ask you, do you think that's a viable option before I say, you know, put a put a stamp on it? No, <laughs> yeah. I, I, Yeah, I do. I mean, that's the one That's the one thing um, that the Chiefs defense isn't overly good at is okay. is stopping the run. Uh, so, you know, I I think we got to see the, the status of Jacobs, right? Is he... Yeah, I he's think he's battling. back this week. Is he is back he, this week? I, I, he's I still know. battling. What I say, I haven't does, seen. He's trending towards playing in week okay. 16. Um, okay. But again, I mean, quad injury. It's tricky. I guess they're not technically out of Are they technically out of it at they're this point? They're not being eliminated, but it's rough. Like They got to win yeah, out. So, got to help. Yeah. So, I mean, with that in mind, I, I would imagine if Jacobs is remotely healthy, he's playing. Um, um, and then, I mean, with that, it's tough to it's tough to put White in your lineup and think that he would do something. But again, I mean, if he's not playing, yeah, because uh, I mean, KC is that I, I let me look at what what they are against the run. But I mean, they're definitely they got to be in the bottom half. <laughs> Let's see what they are here. Yeah, why you look that up? I think Tucker Craft is definitely a must add. Yes, he's out there too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would look at him as well as being a viable t- tight end option for you. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But so yeah. Okay, here you go. Since week 10, okay. Casey's defense has allowed the 11th highest explosive run rate, Ooh. the second highest rushing touchdown rate, and the ninth highest yards after contact uh, rate. So well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you uh, go. So, I mean, with that, if Jacobs is healthy, you should feel pretty comfortable about that one. Uh, I mean, yeah. in the last last matchup, he popped off away. that seventy yard rush. Oh, that he oh yes, on. yes. So <laughs> if he's not that. healthy, and if he's not healthy, I think I think Zamir White is is a viable option too. So I, I agree. I totally agree. I, based on those numbers, I agree. <laughs> it may not do yeah. much else, but it definitely be able to run the ball a little bit, a little no. bit. And you know, I feel like yeah, they I feel like they have to run too to help O'Connell out. So uh, you know that it's going to happen regardless of if they're in a negative script or not. So, mm, totally agree, totally agree. So, uh, so um, yeah. So I think we got uh, Zamir White as a five option if Josh Jacobs is not in the lineup. I think we got Tucker Craft. Uh, we have um, uh, why am I forgetting? Oh, uh, Justice Hill, and uh, you know, as far as adding is concerned, uh, Wicks uh, or Reed, depending on you know who's the. Who's going to get the um, lion's share of the targets this week? Assuming that Jaden Reed's healthy, I don't think he's going to play. So I would say Jaden Reed's definitely a must. Yeah. And Weeks is a secondary option. Um, so uh, what else did you have? I, I'm, I'm spacing here. What else? Who else did you have as, as far as an added concern? I just want to re- recap it real quick before we move on. Oh yeah, I named um, so I named I mean Ty J Spears, Roshan yeah. Johnson. That's what I missed. Um, yeah. Agnew, Agnew, Parker Washington. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying to look up. What the status is on Reed? I thought thought is pretty good, but I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, so he's question. He's still got the questionable tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's gonna come off to Friday or Saturday sometimes. But um, but if he practices, like I said, like like I said earlier, in my advice: if he practices by Friday, I would say he's trending towards playing, especially when it's you in a playoff hunt. He's he's yeah. like. So he was on the injury report last week with the ankle injury. He played and then left with the toe injury. Mm. 
didn't practice yesterday, and all this says, according to Fantasy Pros, uh, doesn't look good for his week 16 availability. So, okay. Look at Wicks. I'll monitor. Yeah, we'll, yeah. I'll monitor heavy. If you can, pick up Wicks' insurance policy. Because I, w- I will also I offer this advice. If you got any commanders in your online this week, I will fade them. Because they got two tough matchups in the next two weeks. And they're likely not going to do much from an offense perspective. You got the Jets and the 49ers, I think, back-to-back weeks. So, yeah. yeah. I, would, I, would I will note that uh, Wicks also is questionable, but he did practice. He was a limited participant in okay. practice, so he but at least practiced. That's a good sign. Uh, but, I mean, also with that, if Reed's out, <clears throat> I mean, Tucker Craft, I'd bump him get, up even a lot, a lot of targets. Definitely um, a lot of targets. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So while we got people, few people in the chat, if we got any more questions about lineups that you want to get off while we are still live, we'll take those questions now. Um, we'll try to get your lineups uh, resolved and, and fixed because uh, the games start tonight. We got games on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So yeah, we got a uh, got a nice little slate. Little slate. Nice little slate. So uh, you know, holidays. Yeah. So uh, you know, we'll answer any questions now before we wrap up. And uh, if you need to reach us um, after the show, you can hit us up on social media. Uh, Addis is the real real givens at on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Lockdown Divas on Twitter, Lockdown Divas Sports on Instagram. We are live on Instagram this week. Uh, just a quick note. Uh, so people are fo- forwarding the chat from Instagram live this week for the first time. So we are broadcast on Instagram live this week. So that's a good look. Um, so yeah, if you got any questions, throw them in the chat right now. If not, re- reach out to us on, on social media. We get those questions answered if you have any lingering uh angst about your lineup and we can get those questions answered for you. But um, but yeah. Real good show. Like I said, we hope that everybody has a really good week. Um, the fans can get to that championship round. You know, hopefully our advice helps you, and we can get you know get you to that uh to that championship round and get you to that bag, man. You know, it's it's Love really to that cheddar. Yeah, exactly. It's all about surviving and advancing, man. Ain't got to be pretty. You just got to win. You just yeah. got to win. Don't need to be sexy at this point. You got to be. You got to. You got to fumble. Uh, be clumsy into the into it. It don't matter. You it just got to be that. You just got to have that magical. You know, Davidson tournament run here. That's it. <laughs> Just do that one person to yeah. get you there. <laughs> Who was, was that one team in Virginia? That was was it was it uh, Shaq? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They had a nice little run in the, in the tournament. VCU, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah, no, you got to do be a little bit of a Cinderella, especially if you're not a top seed. Yeah, you're not a top seed. Just be that Cinderella. Have that Cinderella moment. Uh, two wins and we and we out. Two wins and we out. All right, so don't look like we have any questions in the chat. So uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap up this week. Um, like I so said, we'll be back uh, hopefully next week. I'm uh, gonna we'll talk to Alex about our schedule because I know it's holidays. So I make sure we get a get a uh, a timing together. Make sure we're available for the for the right time. So normally we're in live each and every Wednesday during the NFL football season, uh, playoff season, um, fantasy football playoff season, I should say, uh, in regards to uh, uh, what we're doing for fantasy. So uh, next week will be uh, championship weekend. So we'll get into that. Like I said, follow us on all our social medias. Uh, like, comment, subscribe to the channel. Watch the replay. Pause it. You know, get your get your uh, strategy get together and uh, get your lineup set. And 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 good luck to you because I that we all going to need it at this point. <laughs> we all going to need it. All right. So uh, yeah. So next week, man, uh, I'll put out on on Instagram and Twitter what we're doing as far as scheduling is concerned. Hopefully, we'll be able to do it Wednesday, but uh, we'll see our our schedules line up. Um, but uh, outside of that, man, you know, hope everybody has a good week. Happy holidays yes, to you. By the time we talk to you next, it will be past Christmas. So happy holidays to everybody. Have a good weekend. And uh, we'll get back with you next week. That's the real Alice Givens. I'm Coach Devis. Until next week, we'll see you when you see you. Step up and lock it down. <laughs>